0: Welcome to the Breathful Alignment podcast with me, Devon, a.k.a. The Black Airbender and
1: Melissa Laurie, a.k.a. Melissa Laurie.
0: <laughs> uh, so um, what do you think about the pyramid space?
1: Um, I feel so incredibly relaxed underneath this. It's like a safe haven. My energy is just magnetized right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now I want you to actually put that on, and I'm going to put my pyramid on uh, as well. Yeah. It's actually connected. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Perfect. It adds to my whole my whole look. Yeah, this
0: <laughs> is one of two of the only functional pyramids in Miami. This is actually running like over 30 plus frequencies yeah. nonstop. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Feeling into it, yeah. <laughs> All right, so where shall we start?
1: Oh, man, from the beginning, maybe? Of, of what? We have so many things that we could talk about today.
0: Well, let's start with plant medicine. We were talking about plant medicine a little bit and how some people were using it more recreationally versus ceremonial. I feel like uh, ceremony gives the plants its, its reverence because you're honoring what all our ancestors did with the plant in ceremony, in a sense, and you're also, you know, that's a beautiful foundation to start off with because it's, it's a use of momentum that your ancestors laid the foundation for you. And when you're using these practices and diving into the plant medicine in these ways, it's even more potent than just using it recreationally.
1: Absolutely. It's funny that you say that because I, I watched someone post on Instagram yesterday about just that as these are tools for us. Um, you know, my own personal journey, I started using plant medicine a little bit, probably three, three and a half years ago now. Um, and they have just magnetized my life. I don't think I'd be here without them. I preach by mama ayahuasca that she is just my guide, my teacher, um, I don't want to say she saved me because it's I saved me but she definitely helped me get out of my own way get out of my own head um, so I am so passionate about plant medicine psychedelics um, because I know what they've done for me and I've watched others transform from them as well you know you go to ceremony you see people having beautiful transformations and of course you know there you can use them recreationally I'm I'm guilty as charged. I, I definitely use them for fun, but
0: marijuana I, counts too. <laughs> yes,
1: marijuana is a beautiful plant medicine. I don't personally partake in that, but it's beautifully healing and uplifting, and you can gain so much knowledge from it. Um, there's so many like teachers and guides that we have right at our at our fingertips, and you know it, it is we're in this culture of just partying and raves and festivals and things, and all of that's fine and great. But there is a way to respect the medicine, I think. Um, and for me, I know whenever I do anything, whenever I ingest anything, when we, we pray over our food, when we, everything is ceremony. That's what, that's what you learn in ceremony. Everything is ceremony. How you live your life should be ceremony. So before you eat your food, before you drink your water, before you put anything in your body, before you have sex, before you do anything, it should all be intentional. So I feel like that is really important for people that do partake in plant medicine. It is all about the intention and what you want to experience at that time.
0: Breathing counts. Yes, <laughs> breathing. Being intentional even with breathing. Um, you know, every time, anytime I hear experiences with plant medicine and stuff of that nature, I'm like, you can actually use those experiences and put it into your everyday life in terms of You know what you're seeing even when you're an ayah or any type of really potent psychedelic when you're when you're seeing what you're seeing you're not you're not um you're not it's not coming out of nowhere that's deep within you and there's also layers that's being shown um, in a certain way and you can utilize that as they're known as quote unquote teachers right something as what i call something like echo breathing where Mm -hmm um you utilize your exhales and visualize yourself multiply mm. and then your inhales you come back into one and what does that sound like it sounds like when someone is on mushrooms they see multiple things right exactly I'm seeing it <laughs> <laughs> so you know that that's how i utilize breath in that way whenever i hear like stories of that nature and i'm like that's you know, because I've come from a background of using plant medicine, too, and it has taught me some things that I utilize with breath because Absolutely. you need the breath to um, dive deeper into these plant medicines. Right. Absolutely. And I like how you said that, you know, you're also responsible for your your breakthroughs. It's not just the plant medicine. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're the one that made the choice to take that plant medicine. So okay. it is really your full responsibility of you. Going through the journeys.
1: I think and that's that brings up the most important lesson that I've probably ever learned in ceremony and in life is that which is it, it comes off very harsh and it comes off triggering, but no one is coming to save you. No one is your savior but you. Not your doctor, not Jesus, not Moses, not your mom, your dad. No one is saving you but you. And that's the hardest thing for people to hear when like they're struggling and they're going through trauma. Because it's, you know, why God, why is this happening to me? Why, why, why? We're always calling out and asking, why am I this victim? But the reality is, is you need to learn those spiritual lessons. That's why you're going through that. It's not happening to you, it's happening for you. Which, you know, that phrase, everything is happening for you and not to you. But that is the most important lesson, is that you're being taught how to save you. You don't need anything outside of yourself. You don't need the drugs, the medications, the food, the sex, the, the perfect partner. You need nothing outside of yourself. And, and that goes back to even your breathing. People forget to breathe. I come from a background of having severe debilitating anxiety. I was suicidal for many years. I would have panic attacks. And they say that anxiety is you just forget to breathe. Right? How, how silly is that? How silly! You just forget to breathe, because your mind just starts racing in all of these directions. I get to do this, and it, and before you know it, you're hyperventilating. Mm. If you just sat and took a moment, centered your energy, took a couple of deep breaths, you'd probably be fine. <laughs> it's so it's it's so simple. It's like there are it's so simple the way that we could be living, but we we complicate things. Right. We're in our own way. And I know personally for me, breath work is super important. It's something that I need to put more into my practice. Meditation, breath work. Me, I'm type A, go, go, go. I'm a Capricorn. I'm always on to the next thing. What do I got to do? Where do I got to be? I don't have enough quiet breathing meditation time. And I see how that severely affects my day when I don't, when I don't uphold to it.
0: Hmm yeah breath uh wherever your breath goes your mind goes Mm -hmm. when you're holding on to the breath you're holding on to energy in a sense you're holding on to trauma depending on where you're holding your breath how you're holding it is it a subconscious hold that your subconscious is holding on to a certain trauma causing you to hold the breath so there's different types of mechanics that's so interesting um with breath and what i've what i've explored myself with other people and all walks of life and Diving, diving into that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've taught me so much, of course, already. I can't wait for us to do even more. Every time I think we hang out, I learn something new, something exciting, a new medicine that's within our own body that we don't, we don't even need. Of course, I'm a huge advocate for plant medicine, but I don't believe that we actually need it. I think we have everything that we need right in here. We're just, we're not equipped. We're not equipped yeah, in yeah. This. I
0: mean, what I've noticed... So I gave up marijuana about five years ago, four to five years ago. Wow. And the, the week where I knew that, hey, this is the last time <laughs> I'm gonna be smoking ever, I did, I did a blue lotus ceremony where I drank the tea, I smoked the, the herb at the same time, and it was also the first time I've ever smoked sage. You know you can smoke sage?
1: I have, I've smoked oh, it before. Have, I, I have, a couple times. I'm not a huge smoker, but I I like to try, I like to try things.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, sage you can you can actually smoke yes. sage, which is wild. You can. Yeah, um when I went into the herbal the herb store, they were saying that sage is a great use for people getting off of even heroin yes. and um even crack cocaine, like yes. smoking sage really helps with that.
1: Absolutely. Because it's about that, it's like that oral fixation, that stimulation that people that we're addicted to, that we're always, our mouths have to always be doing something. Always a cigarette, the vapes. Look at our, our generation, the vaping. It's, it's someone always has to have some sort of stimulation because we're trying to distract our minds. We're trying to distract our minds from feeling something deeper. And that's the pain, the trauma, the shadows, the things that we don't want to feel. So, you know, I find I've been around marijuana for so long and personally, I've never liked it. I've done it many, many times with friends, with exes, parties, peer pressure. And I just never personally understood it. For my body, it didn't, it didn't uplift me. It didn't, I didn't see visions. I would get paranoid and sick and just feel anxious. And, but I understand why people do it. But just noticing, I love observing people in their practice. I think people are just so used to doing it every day that they're numbing themselves instead of getting the real benefits that marijuana has for you, which I know, again, for cancer, for, for pain, for, I know for period and cramps, there's definitely incredible benefits. To, and, of course, for the spiritual gain. But, again, it goes back to I think people are misusing a lot of these medicines because we're just trying to run. We're trying to run from our feelings and ourselves. Sucks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: When you notice, um, when, you on or when, you on, uh, when you're on marijuana, you notice your breathing changes as well. It's just got you to slow down a certain yeah. way, in a sense, and stimulate certain cannabinoids yes. in that sense. But you can also stimulate certain cannabinoids just with breathing alone. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, um, you know, the overuse of marijuana somewhat numbs the cannabinoid system where you know now your body is thinking it's relying on external cannabinoids so this is where you know the overusage, the the pain starts to come in it turns from turns to pleasure to pain and to suffering because when when you don't have your marijuana fixation it's like wait what about you know, our cannabinoid system is taking a break right now. I thought, you know, you're going to put it in today. What's up?
1: <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen, I, I've had um, situations with exes and friends where they were going through withdrawal from it and they would get angry and I...
0: And they say you can't be addicted to it. Well, you can be addicted to anything.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother. My, my favorite is, is teaching people about the word drug and addiction and... People seem to think things like, you know, ayahuasca and LSD or mushrooms are drugs. But then those are the same people that are drinking coffee every day, taking Adderall every day, um, eating burgers, uh, you know, smoking the vapes. And they're like, wait, I don't I don't do drugs. You do drugs. And I said, do we want to break this down now? Let me I don't know if I want to break this down for you. I have to be careful who my audience is. I have to be very careful because it it's almost like talking to a wall. It's almost like it's probably going in one ear and out the other, and they think I'm this crazy kook, and that's okay. But it it really goes down to, okay, what is the definition of a drug, and what is the definition of addiction? Mm. And I believe that we can truly become addicted to anything. Anything, Anything. Anything. Shopping, gambling, sex, you name it. Coffee. If you have to have a cup of coffee every day to get through your day, I consider that an addict. You're relying on something outside of yourself to feel a certain way. Call me crazy.
0: <laughs> hey, it's the crazy ones that change the world, right?
1: I, I, you know what? I've always believed that. Always believed thinking
0: that. Out, thinking outside the box, let's think in a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling, by the way? With I
1: love it. I Do you feel, notice
0: any any anything?
1: I feel connected. I feel like I have my goddess crown on. I actually almost wore a hat today, and it's interesting that my intuition told me not to. Yeah, I was,
0: well, at the same time, I was just gonna probably put put it on top of the hat.
1: It's interesting when we wear something on our heads. It really, I feel really connected to our crown chakra, and really connected to like the outer realms. So it's, I feel good. I was like, I think I'm having a bad hair day. I'm gonna wear a hat, and then now I have a crown.
0: <laughs> Fire. Yeah. So going back to um, the addiction, I mean, we can also be addicted to uh, the wrong people in our lives, you know, personally, when I lost everything to a business partner in Cali at that time, you know, I noticed I was addicted to these loops of downfalls, pitfalls in a sense. I'm like, wait a minute. How was I breathing when I was with him? How was I breathing when I was in this meeting? How was I breathing leading all the way down to this loop endless cycle again? How was I breathing when I did this as a kid leading to that endless loop, yeah. that downhill spiral, um, making the poor decisions that I made at the time?
1: Yeah. So, but also, they were they were only leading you into enlightenment. That's, you know, my tattoo right here. The unilome, those spirals, those downward slopes and turns and curves and I mean, twists
0: spirals are part of life, you know, yeah. when we're a baby, the the Fibonacci, you know, we're coiled in a fetus position when you cut off the bark of a tree there's a there's a fibonacci sequence right there it's the spiral it's all around us it all depends on where are you turning in in that spiral are you turning in the right direction or the the left
1: (laughs) and are you recreating those loops are you learning from the mistakes are you catching yourself okay i'm in a loop right now hold on i'm here again wait a minute let me take a different turn this time and see where it leads me I, we're, we're all guilty guilty of that yeah. flawed we're flawed human beings we're well
0: and and there's yeah. be, and there yeah there's aliens <laughs> if if we want to dive into that let's talk about how there's they're finding d- human dna on meteorite oh yeah so it, it's finally coming out saying that wait a minute if we if we're the aliens like who is that person to say that hey you are supposed to be living life this way and living in the jungle this way and that and i'm like are we really even from here to begin with? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I don't believe we are, personally. I don't believe we are. I my te- In this world, not of it. I personally believe in aliens. I've had experiences on psychedelics and ayahuasca and things where I have met aliens.
0: Well, well even though I, you know, that's the main reason why I even did ayahuasca to begin with. Because wow. I, I learned that it's actually a technology. It's not just, it's one of those plant medicines that you can really say, like, whoa, this is really technology. Yeah. Um, shout out Tommy Lockwood. Tommy uh, got me into it, and, you know, we're having a deep conversation about it. And then he brought up a really interesting point where how did, how to, in the world do our indigenous ancestors know to take this bark, yeah. this tree, boil it this way, yeah. extract it in this way thousands of years ago? to have um, an interactive, powerful, you know, ceremonies that they did to connect with higher realms of of consciousness, right? So what's also interesting specifically about ayahuasca is you can't lab make, you can't recreate it in the lab. It's one of those interesting plants and medicines that you cannot really recreate no matter how you try. You cannot recreate it in Syn- the lab. Yeah, synthesizing in the lab. Yeah, you can't synthesize yeah. it. And that's what made me go like, whoa. All right, this is really a technology. Yeah.
1: It's incredible, right? When you think about it, it's like how you go your whole life thinking, thinking one way. And our ancestors have known from the beginning of time. Yeah, because I
0: was really against um, doing ayahuasca for a very long time. And um, when I lived in Jersey, I had numerous of opportunities to, to try it. But every time a person that I know goes into the ceremony, it was pretty rough and not, in my opinion, not the right way of doing it. Right. So I said, all right, Mother Aya, if you really want to come into my life, you ne- I, want you to, <laughs> I want you to hit me in this parameters. This person needs to be going through this fasting, doing this, doing that, doing that, doing that. And I kid you not, when uh, I met Tommy at um, a, men's, a men's group, came to the door and Jeff was like, hey, I have some other liquid friends, Devon. is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, they've been on a year of, of uh, a liquid fasting, and they pop in through, and then he was talking about his teacher. I'm like, where did I meet, the, where did I see this guy before? And it, then it clicked. I was like, oh, and he mentioned Dr. Sabi and I was like, ah, I know who you are. And then, yeah, we became friends ever since, and... Um, he hit all the right parameters. <laughs>
1: Isn't it credible when it lines up like that for you though? You ask the universe for something and just show me a sign. If this, this, and this happens, then I know it's meant to be. And then your your prayers get answered.
0: Another thing to also note that it's a technology. Before the Western people came over, um, how they would do the ceremonies was they would have the shaman was the only person that drank the ayahuasca yes. and then everyone would just sit around and then yes. you'll see people just puking, puking and like going through as he's singing ikaros, which is um, plant medicine music. So it just goes to show you the resonance of what that energy is building and how it
1: how affects. we're all so affected by. And connected yeah, affected and connected with each other. I mean, it's. I've never felt more connected to other beings, to plants, to animals than I have with doing plant medicine. And I think that's the goal is these, these plants, are they're calling us for a reason because we're so disconnected from other humans, which means we're disconnected from ourselves. So they're calling to bring us home, to have this connection. We were just discussing before we got on on camera and mic, um, we're not supposed to do this alone. We're in this generation of like, I can do it myself, every man for himself. I'm a feminist. I don't need no man. And the reality is, no, we're we're not supposed, like, we're supposed to do this together. Where
0: are the humanists? What, like, <laughs> <laughs> where are they? I don't know. When you find them,
1: tell me. I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, like,
0: going back to the whole meteorite thing, I'm like, well, there it is. There it is. Like, all this, you know... Um, I'm sure our ancestors, whoever is outside of this planet, if they were to come here today and look at all the things we're fighting over and making a big problem over, they would laugh. They would laugh. Like, what? You're, you're making, Because of he's that color, you're acting this way? You're yeah. like, what?
1: <laughs> it's, it's very sad, but I think, again, that's why we were born so different.
0: We're- I don't even want to call it childish because children, they're not born yeah. into hate right? You're teaching them hate.
1: We're taught. The media, our families, we're taught our surroundings. And that jumps to a good thing too, um, which I wanted to point out that children, you know, they're these magical little creatures and beings. And I used to joke with a friend and, you know, you watch babies and children and they're just, they're just having a good time. They're seeing things They have these imaginary friends. Why do we lose that magic? And it's almost like we joke and said, "Oh, their their brains—they're like kind of on like LSD or mushrooms all the time." Like, as adults, we're trying to get—we're trying so hard to get back to the childlike nature. So we go out and we drink and we go to festivals and we're trying so hard to feel that childlike self again. Because these children, like you said, were born into this world as magical little creatures, and then we grow up and our parents and the news and. Honestly, we lose a lot of our, we lose our abilities. We lose our psychic abilities. We lose our magic because the world is just not, they're not ready for it. They're not ready for, the, for this. They're not ready for, for the barefoot hippies. And you, you know, we're, we're looked so very, we're weird, we're cuckoo, we, we've done too much, we're off the deep end. And I hate to say, but some of the happiest people I've ever met are the weird cuckoo hippies. <laughs> We're the, i want to be a weird cuckoo hippie okay forever I, I was
0: talking with i was talking with lance and um, <laughs> yeah this uh this older gentleman came by and we and he just got into a conversation and was like yeah don't don't show your money like i'll look more broker than i'll ever be <laughs> you know and i'm like yeah he's coming from wisdom because he he understands yeah. you know and at the same time like you know the richer let's let's dive into that world a little bit like um the 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 wealthier you kind of look you know puts you into different perspective of people and you at the same time don't want to be even judged that way right you want to be judged like down for the human core uh that you are so i definitely get where that older gentleman uh you know came by and was like hey you know (laughs) and then i was like hey when i hit six figures i i became more barefoot more than ever right (laughs) so i'm like yeah (laughs) <laughs> I'm totally with you.
1: It's just different. Yeah, it's that it's the difference of me personally, I used to carry only designer handbags, I wore designer clothing, I didn't go anywhere without being all done up, hair had to be done, lashes, the lips, the whole thing. And again, that's the world and it's that is beauty, that means you have money, that means you have take care of yourself. And I had to undo all that raveling. and I still catch myself in it. Being in Miami, of course, you know you want. And you're be. a model.
0: You still actively model. I do model.
1: model. So it's like they they see me as a certain way. I gotta I gotta uphold myself for the media, and the reality is, I just want to be barefoot in my hand-me-down dress.
0: Relax. And Relax. Chill
1: out. <laughs> Hair out. No bras. Feeling good. No, the tight clothing all the time. And it's just like our, our idea of like happiness and, and wealth, wealth is your health, is the way that your mind works, is your friends and your family, is, is rich foods, is yes, having a roof over your head for sure. But I don't know, I think we might be wealthier than people we know that have the money in the bank and the cars. And I'm around it, I'm sure you are too. I'm around very wealthy people they're very sad to me. They're very sad. There's so much money. They don't know what to do with it. They just keep blowing it on purses and shoes and travel and strippers and cocaine. And they're more miserable than ever. And, And that is the reality. I like diving into those worlds just to see where I used to be. I used to want to be that way. And of course, we want, you know, we want nice things. We want, I like to travel. We want to travel. We want, you need money in the 3D world. Yes. Unfortunately, you do.
0: Woke don't mean broke. (laughs) That's right.
1: But there's just, there's something missing from these people's lives. And you can see it. It's written all over their faces. You know, like the, the community aspect of us singing and dancing and sharing cacao and sharing meals and hugging heart to heart. They don't have that and i think everyone everyone wants that deep down we just want to feel loved and accepted and like we're not alone here
0: yeah when i when i went to egypt and everyone saw me barefoot like the locals they just came up to me they're like we we i like how you you just don't you don't care (laughs) (laughs) you just dress the way you want to dress not what they are 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 pushing on you right and uh the you know, I'm diving a little bit into the world of TikTok a little bit. Okay. I've been live on there and I've been <laughs> brutally stabbed at. Uh I had to get moderators out of all the platforms. TikTok is the worst.
1: <laughs> That's the one I don't have. I don't <laughs> I am not a TikToker. <laughs> hey,
0: they 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 need this type of um information. At, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at least planting seeds, you know. So yeah. I take that responsibility in in that sense. So um
1: and you are such a character, even when I met you, again, uh, that our mind constantly wants to click to, well, this guy's walking around barefoot, he's got a triangle on his head, he must, per- he must he must be sipping something, <laughs> he's per- sipping on something. There's
0: purpose behind it, right? So a lot of people are like, hey, right. what is what is that for? Right. I'm like, this guy's like, I don't know, some comment about wearing a suit, this and that. Well, I'm like, hey, does your suit heal you? Did you know I came out with kimonos that you can like plug into the ground and relieve a- uh, inflammation that, uh, I can't say the athlete's name, but it's using, you know, people that you wouldn't imagine have these behind their closed doors yeah. are using these functional technologies yeah. for healing. Like, these people are the ones that's having the last laugh, right? Yeah. And this lady saw me with the pyramid. is like, oh, man, in the 60s, they would call us crazy wearing this. And I'm like, oh, well, you should look into it more again. There's been more studies of how when you wear it, it puts you more into a theta brainwave state. It's great for overall healing. Yes. They've been studies with Dr. Fred Bell, putting it over fruit and it's lasting lo- longer. And you know, technologies like these functional technologies, harmonious technologies, you know, does your phone heal you? Let's be real here. Does your phone no, heal it you? it harms you. It, it harms, harms you. you. There's EMF radiation coming from it. It's been a whole week anxiety, of just depression. not touching your phone. And you can still do whatever you want on there, but just spend a whole week of just being very um, aware of how you're having your phone in your hand spend a whole week of just letting it be on the desk and touching it like on your pads with your fingers and see what that's like at the end of the week you'll feel a little bit different just off that one little
1: something so small they say that it takes 21 days to form a new habit it's like and you know i i feel like i am that person too i i walk around i i love dressing artsy and funky i love confusing people um, because I'm in my power and in my divinity. And again, I'm, every day I feel like I'm just explaining to people why I dress the way I dress, why I do plant medicine, which is fine because, again, we're planting the seeds. But it's, so, it is, it's, it's interesting just to be looked at as weird and different. And I have a $5,000 water machine in my home, and I only eat specific foods. And you know, when I go around family, it's everyone's eating food and drinking soda and doing this. And they look at me like I'm I'm insane, like I'm actually insane. But it's those little, little habits every day that really form how healthy you are. So we are the teachers. I think we do have to teach people. And especially by wearing what we want to wear, looking how we want to look, that in itself is a teacher of stop caring what everyone else thinks. Are you comfortable in it? Do you like how you look? Do you feel good when you do it?
0: I feel like that's a great mental exercise in itself, like wearing things that provokes, but not just to provoke, but deep down like what you truly wanna wear, you know?
1: Truly embodying yourself.
0: That in itself is a beautiful meditative exercise yeah. on, a daily day, on a daily lifestyle. Yeah.
1: How does this make me feel when I put it on? Am I doing this for me? Am I doing it for someone else?
0: so you being in the modeling world do you have these little bits of conversation with some models here and there that yeah. are not privy to this type of information what's that like
1: oh yeah i just feel like i've been in the industry now for over 10 years and i really enjoy of course men too but mostly women i'm speaking to women it's it's really great to just gear people up because the industry could be a very dark scary place and I've fallen into every trap you could possibly fall into in this life and with everything and the greed and the lust and the, and this and the lips and the hair and the surgeries and all of that. It's all the time we're we're constantly mean to ourselves because we're comparing, like you said, we're on the phone, we're comparing ourselves to everyone. So like, I, I always give my best advice, which a lot of times comes off very blunt. You know, I was actually just speaking with someone who's 22 looking to get into modeling, doesn't really know much. And I said, you know, I don't develop an eating disorder, don't compare yourself to, there's always gonna be someone skinnier, with bigger boobs, with blonder hair, bluer eyes.
0: Or even more wealthier than you. In, wealthier, in terms of money, yeah.
1: Just do it because it's who you are, because it lights you up, because it sets your soul on fire. Not because you're looking for something outside of yourself. For instance, I'll compare for for me doing music, doing these podcasts, doing YouTubes. I've never made a dollar, but they light me up. They fire me up. They excite my soul to share my story, to help other people. So I'm gonna continue to do it forever, forever. And that's my, my advice to anyone in the modeling industry and anyone in general for doing what they wanna do is be prepared, be prepared for it to test everything that you know and feel about yourself. It's
0: not sunshine and rainbows.
1: (laughs) And and that brings me to another amazing, amazing topic of this whole toxic spirituality and let's just be positive all the time. Sunshine and rainbows and like everybody, let's get along and be positive and everybody hold hands and it's all gonna be okay. And I think that's honestly the biggest spiritual bypassing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) I, I really I really can't share that with anyone or my clients and tell them, just think better thoughts and be positive. It makes me want to scream. It makes me want to rip my hair out when people are like, well, you should just really be positive. And me, sometimes I'm downright negative. Sometimes I'm negative, I'm screaming, I'm crying. I don't want to talk to anybody. And you have to feel those feelings
0: yeah so if anyone wants to debate this at all well in in you know it hits it hits both ways because if someone is in an environment where they don't change their environment and it's toxic they may view that as positive right so it 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 makes you think deeper in the sense of wait a minute i need to actually honor the fact that i'm here how is this actually treating me right now in this moment in time. Oh, I feel, I feel really crappy, or being around this person who's um, just degrading, 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 and that's honoring your feelings as one, but you're also honoring what these emotions are also teaching you in terms of the degrading, what the degrading energy feels like, what the uplifting energy feels like. That contrast is definitely needed in life in general. It's just like with germs, right? The baby, you know, sanitizing your baby, keeping your baby away <laughs> from this and that. I mean, it needs to be exposed to germs so its immune system gets used to being out in the world that is filled with germs because by time it's 10 years old and it's not in that world. Because I know this, um, I've had certain clients that have mistakenly done that. And unfortunately, as a, as a child gets older, start developing certain diseases because you haven't exposed it into the world.
1: Yeah. I think that's, that's massive. I, I know personally for me, I was a very sick child. I was sick all the time. I got every vaccine, got every shot, did all the things, everything the doctor tells you to do. I was very ill for many years in doctors and hospitals and colds and sore throats and this and that. And I was always sick. And now... I'm so extreme. I'm on the because that's how I believe. I've never been healthier in my life. I rarely ever get ill, and I won't even take Advil or Tylenol.
0: Five years, knock on copper. <laughs> where, 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 <laughs> knock on wood.
1: <laughs> knock on wood somewhere. <laughs> um, you know, but it's it is. It's 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 everything is our perception of this life, and if if you are so afraid of illness and this and that, and you got to get the shot and you got to do the you're going to attract that to you. Well,
0: that's another one, yeah. You're going to attract Literally, that to you're, you're you. You're giving the breath of life, which is your words as well. That counts because that's an exhale. And you're breathing life into that reality. It hit, it hit my friend so hard before I left Jersey. Because I was get, trying to get him to eat healthier and just make better decisions overall. And I asked him, like, for the past four years you've known me. Have you ever seen me get sick? He pulled over the car he's like holy shit like
1: right <laughs> we're on the
0: highway he like pulled over holy shit This like no was like, what more do you want bobby <laughs> yeah what i'm
1: living want? i'm living proof mm-hmm. that it's doable and again maybe that's not right for everyone the way that we're living is not people aren't ready to wake up to that But I think there are a lot of people that are. I think there are. And again, we are the the way showers. We are paving the way because our systems are failing. The government, big pharma, the doctors, the running, and the the people are so highly medicated every day, or I would say drugged Mm. by their Xanax and their Clonopin and their Adderall and their coffee.
0: I grew up in a town that was very wealthy in a sense, right? And I would go to school with some of these kids and I see them taking their Adderall pill, Adderall pill, Adderall pill, Adderall pill. And I'm like, wait a minute. And then I had a friend, um, I had a friend that went to that high school and and uh, he's building iPhone tables and he's he was way ahead of his time. He even put me on Bitcoin like years wow. ago and you could see the addiction he had to Adderall. Yeah. And it's like literally crack cocaine. Yeah. And he was literally fasting on it, which which uh yeah which
1: well and it's it's a it suppresses your appetite
0: and feeding off that energy we know how powerful fasting is before we get into that um <laughs> that. but feeding off of the Adderall the medic a medication that is synthesized yeah. living off of that you know most of the day most of his three he, he would fast mainly like three days on it because he his mind would just be going like building this, building that. He's
1: not even thinking about food. He's not
0: thinking about it. But you can tell how deteriorating, how his mood would just, whoosh, whoosh. and he would be an abusive husband as well, yeah. to the point where he's he's beating his pregnant wow. girl, you know. Wow. So.
1: And it does. It, ha- it's, it has the same effects on the brain as cocaine. cocaine. Like right there, the proof is the proof is in the pudding. Like what more, what more do you possibly need? But big pharma is going to keep pumping that out to people, instead of mushrooms or Mama Ayahuasca, instead of things like that that you do one time, and you don't need anything anymore. You get up in the morning. How does it feel to not need something today to get through my day? People tell me oh, you don't understand. I can't get through my day without it.
0: Without the coffee.
1: <laughs> wow. You are a crack addict. <laughs> I need need the coffee. <laughs>
0: so, you know, us sharing our, our lifestyles or just being, you know, I think just being also holds power without even telling anyone any of this because I used to live in a community home, right? And I would have roommates and these roommates saw how every day I was juicing and basically living off juice and smoothies at that time and they saw that and then in a week two weeks everyone got their own blender and started doing that I'm like I didn't have to say anything I didn't have to do anything and
1: because the energy doesn't lie you here you are looking healthy feeling healthy smile on your face people are like well how do I how do I do that He's looking good, feeling good, I feel his energy. People can feel your energy. It's like when you're, when you're in that zone and you are healthy and you're really living authentically, it is felt. Mm-hmm. So I love that too, simply just being is enough to lead by example. We don't have to sit here, of course we're here, we're speaking, we hope so many people view this and hear this because it's gonna help people, but simply just being and showing up every day around the people that you're around and you will see changes little by little by little.
0: Uh-huh. uh-huh. Remember, 90%, 80 to 90% of communication is nonverbal. So if it's nonverbal, what are the other communicative aspects? Body language. Body language. I, I say breath language as well. Uh, the CIA, they have um, something called mirror breathing. So mirror breathing, let's say someone comes up to you frantically, and I love sharing this with um, business people specifically because they live in a frantic world. And especially when, you know, they're getting in tune with their bodies, but they still have to go to work and endure all this stress. So let's say someone comes to you frantically. So you that would be their exhale.
1: Every day of my life.
0: (laughs) So your exhale would be their talking. And whenever they inhale, you inhale with them. They're exhaling, they're exhaling, you're, you're exhaling, they're talking. You inhale with them. And then a couple breaths in, they're talking, but you long get your exhale even more, and then they inhale, and you'll start to notice them themselves start to calm down. they start to calm down more and more because deep down within everybody, everyone is on a frequency of healing. The robber, the killer, the, the smuggler, everybody. Like when they go to jail, they're still, their bodies is what? Internally healing, right? So that energy, that frequency in itself, everyone holds that frequency. A lot of people say that. How can you be living on liquids for this long? Aren't you sensitive to energies? Why are you going to this gathering? Why are you going to this party? This and that. I'm like, um, I'm in harmony with, when I go to a place, one of, the main, one of my main affirmations is everyone around me is breathing. I'm no better than anyone. Everyone around me is breathing. And that in itself is a powerful way to also deal with anxiety. <laughs> It's a powerful way to deal with anxiety cuz one of you, you know the breath is real. Yeah. That's one. So as you're breathing doing it wait, wait a minute. Everyone around me is breathing right now. So when I work with singers as well too, like one of their one of the main practices, I, I get them in the habit to focus on everyone's nose while while you're singing. I know it may be anxious and
1: Oh, I'm going to do that. You know I'm a singer. Yeah. I'm going to do that.
0: <laughs> focus on the nose and just honor the fact that hey, everyone's breathing right now with me. this moment in time
1: isn't it like so it's so cool just little practices to focus our attention away from our our minds that are racing all the time with thoughts and you just you calm me down because i'm just like okay now i'm focusing on the nose i'm doing it (laughs) i'm doing it i'm doing it i'm like ah, i feel so calm it's incredible what we can do like how we can just teach people to be to be
0: so we also call this alignment, right? Like um, you came up with breathing and alignment. Aligning, right? Yeah. Breathe, breathing, Breathe and aligned. And then I said, let's call it breathful alignment. So what does alignment feel uh, to you? And I like alignment because it also coincides with what we were talking about, the toxic spirituality yeah. in that sense.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, to feel in alignment. You know, they even say... Buddha isn't always in full alignment, to be fully aligned. It's hard. Life is a balance. Life is a constant balance. I, you know, I'm a Reiki master teacher and a life coach and I like to feel like most of my time now I'm in alignment, but I can feel when it's, you can feel when you're not. Things just aren't working your way, everything's going wrong. And you're just like, what is going on up there? When you're in alignment and things just flow so easily for you, the call comes in, the the money that you were waiting on, the, the traffic moves away, like everything. It's because you're listening to your inner self. You're listening to that intuition, that inner voice that everybody has, but we can't normally hear it because we're so clouded all the time, again, with, the toxic things that we put in our bodies and surround ourselves with, that we often can't hear our inner selves. So we're out of alignment. And again, so we're running to things to feel aligned. Like you said, people are trying to heal. We're trying to get to that place of, I can sit here on the couch today and stare at a wall and be totally fine. And people will be like, what? what? (laughs) Uh, I think even Eckhart Eckhart Tolle, one of my favorite famous teachers, I think uh, he, he had said something that someone asked him, like, what do you do for fun? And he said, well, sometimes I sit there and listen to the birds. And people laughed at him because he just feels in alignment with doing whatever he does. It doesn't have to be something so obscene and a party and a this and a that, you can sit here on a rainy day and feel so at peace and fully aligned with who you are, what you're doing, your purpose, how you show up in the world. So, and again, that's that's what I try to help people with as well, with breath work and, you know, of, of course, you're trying to get to alignment. The, the feeling of the safe. Am I safe? I feel safe inside my body right now. And you know, with doing Reiki, that's kind of the feeling um, we're trying to get is to feel the vibration of love. That's the vibration we want to be at. We're either at love or we're at fear. Which way? Which one are we operating from? There's only two ways to operate in this life. You're either doing everything with love, and life is flowing and it's fun and la la la, or you're in fear and you're in fight or flight mode all the time. I got to do this edit. And I know that because, again, I forget my own teachings. I forget everything I've learned. I forget everything I've been shown in plant medicine often. And I have to get to that place and snap myself back into, okay, let me sit here and try to get to my, to my place of alignment and whatever that looks like for me. And everyone, it's different. Breath work, Reiki, meditation, yoga. Some people dance, some people cook, some people sing. What makes you feel fully aligned. And that could be many things, that could be many things. So I, I, I really like enjoy, I enjoy helping people get to that space. And it's, some, it's something so simple sometimes is someone will be having a panic attack or freaking out with me. And I am so grateful that I suffered for many years with anxiety and panic attacks and all these things because I can really help someone and it's something, again, so simple. You sit down, you hold their hands. Just breathe with me. Just start taking some deep breaths. Calm down. Clear your mind. You put some essential oils on. And it's incredible to see like, the, the different person come in. And it's like, whoa, 10 seconds ago, you were a psychopath. Now, you're an aligned little alien human being. <laughs> so I think, that's, I think that's the goal, is, is feeling in alignment every day? How do we get there? How do we, how do we feel aligned in, in our humanness and our soul and our purpose here? Uh, because we are here for a purpose. We're not here to just eat the food, have the sex, drink the drink, and die. We are here for a deeper purpose. What is that purpose? Do you know what that purpose is? If not, start, start asking questions to get there.
0: I think it always starts with the why the why I think that's a if you're so lost and you don't know what to ask just ask why why am I why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Is there a reason for for this? Is there a reason for me being here with this person right now in this moment? Am I wasting time? Like, why? I think the why
1: this moment right here, I could a- could ask that I, I think this is a beautiful manifestation Coming true, at least I know for myself, sitting here sharing this beautiful medicine in so many ways, not just plant medicine. We're sharing just by being. Our (laughs) being is medicine. And I don't I don't care if two people see this. I don't care if three hundred people see it. If we help one that saw that, I know my my soul's purpose feels really warm and fuzzy inside. (laughs) Feels really good inside.
0: That was exactly how I felt uh, the first sound bath we did. Shout out Jen behind the camera. <laughs> uh, the first sound bath we did, I was like, I don't care how many people came and it ended up like just filling up the whole space, you know, and, and uh, deep down I was like, these are people who, who just need to be here now. It's not that it needs to be any type of way. It's just like whoever needs it in this exact moment in time is where they're supposed to be. It's
1: all divine. Divine. That's what I call you. Divine Divine. <laughs> oh man. So many topics. I feel like we could we we could probably talk for hours and hours and hours and never get bored.
0: We probably can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I noticed that dynamic. And this is like the first time we really like actually dived in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, no rehearsals, nothing. You see how just we're in, we're in alignment. We're in full alignment. (laughs) Uh
0: So where where did we meet?
1: I think we actually might have met at Fireflies at home. I think. I think that might have been. Oh,
0: was it Kareem's? Was it Kareem's?
1: At a mushroom ceremony. Oh, Oh, would you look at that! Could it get more divine than that? You're right. I think that is the first meeting that we had. And now we're going to be putting on our our own. I'm excited.
0: So do you want to dive into the inspiration of that? And I'm honored to be part of that, sharing the power of breath in that, in that space.
1: I honestly couldn't think of a better person to do that with. Again, there's so many modalities and things that you and Jen both bring to the table and I'm just so excited to be that space for people to come and heal and do medicine properly with intention. I think we need to create more of that. Of course there is plant medicine popping up all over as we know but everything is intention and doing it for the right reasons and really feeling connected to the medicine and the group of people that we're bringing in um, creating the safe, the the safe space. Cause I'm sure we, you've heard horror stories. I've heard many horror stories. Um, Again, these medicines are all over now for people to do people. I don't think are really properly understanding them. Um, So yeah, it's, it's, it's a true passion and honor to, to work side by side with someone that sees the beauty in it, the power in it, Um, The need for it, the demand for it, um, for people that are feeling divinely called and guided by the medicine to experience it for the first time, maybe some for the first time, or maybe some people for the first time in a ceremonial aspect. Mm. I um, I think we both have experienced enough of our own ceremonies and things to create that for other people. And I'm I'm excited. However, it turns out because um, again, as we know, it will be it will be divine. It will always go according to um, yeah, the gonna, universe. Plan. We're
0: going to be implementing scalar as yes. well. Scalar technology. Yes. Yes. Um, your mom was also part of that experience. If you want to dive into that,
1: um, my mother uh, is a two-time breast cancer survivor, and she actually. Finally decided to remove her implants after many years. We were we believe she was suffering from breast implant illness. And I didn't even tell her, but I put it under her pillow without telling her. And she healed so magnificently, so much quicker than she ever has with any surgery or anything. So I know that it worked wonders. I I, I, I know. know.
0: Like, <laughs> I thought
1: I was helping. Yeah, no. <laughs> um for some reason, in, in my family, I, I don't, again, whatever we speak, our words, our words are spells. I don't want to say we're slow healers, but you know, I get a cut or a bruise, and it takes me a very long time to heal. And s- some person and day they're fine. Um, my mother has struggled with surgeries going wrong and things taking time, so we were very fearful. Um, I didn't put that energy out, you know. I created that sacred space space for her, but I truly feel like she healed much faster and had a more positive outlook because of it
0: she's still on the scalar by the way yes oh good
1: oh wonderful wonderful yeah we gotta we gotta put my stepmom up there next too
0: i got you so if you're if you don't know what scalar is for the past year it's been a year it's been a good year now we started in my breath family memories group just to run like an experiment type of thing and everyone would send in their family members, pictures of their bruises, whatever they're going through, like literally. And we take a biogeometric blueprint and take those pictures, collage it all into one, and then put it on a physical scalar that is running particular frequencies. And remotely, these people are receiving uh, those frequencies. Uh, and it may be more physical, some people may be more spiritual, some people may notice even more synchronicities because of it. And we're bringing that into the plant medicine space, too, because you're creating an environmental residence around that space to give people a deeper experience, because we do live in a world no matter how far you go in the wilderness, there's the 5G energy is still echoing out there, you know, Uh, just like uh, in France, the the, there's this um, this big trial with this farmer telling them that it's harming my cows my cattle and they had to shut off the 4g towers surrounding that city
1: wow i'm going to france in a week wow where's this (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to the south of france (laughs) where are these towers (laughs) but it's true it goes to show you again the power of our intention and our energy is so felt that that in itself is proof that energy is real. The way that we speak and send out vibrations into the universe, other people feel that yeah. it's right there.
0: And we're we're doing it. We're also doing this with farmers. So if you own a farm, uh, email me Devon at AlchemyBreath um, with the subject Scalar Farm, and we are literally taking people's pictures of their soil, their whole farm, and putting it onto the scalar. Because this whole save the soil thing, I mean, when I see certain influencers preach about it or interview big names for it, and meanwhile, I know some of them and they know about technologies like this. So it's like, why are we feeding a repetitive cycle of just no momentum? You know, because we're putting all this money in certain foundations, but in reality, is it really making a bigger impact than we know? If I'm doing this with pictures, and we're going to have some of these farmers come on and share their experiences, but I've been already getting feedback of how the quality of the soil is better. Just with pictures alone.
1: Sometimes le- less is more, less, less is more sometimes. Not that this isn't hard, hard work, of course, but people think we have to work so hard, so hard for the things that we want. And it's, It's not, it doesn't have to, it's only as hard as you make it, right? Everything is created in our mind. So it's like, we're working so hard, we're in overtime. I'm telling this to myself because I do this all the time. It's like, sometimes work smarter, Mm. not harder. (laughs) Smarter, not harder.
0: And when you work smarter and not harder, it puts more quality behind what you do because you're most likely taking more rest as well. So with more rest equals more energy. And that... And intention as well, because you have more time to even think like, "Hey, I can, I want this to go in here. I want this quality. I want yeah. this," and you're feeding that into that creation, and then giving it out to the world, and Absolutely. it reflects that.
1: Absolutely, I'm so excited for you know everything that you're doing and what we're gonna create together. I think there's so many things, again, that we we met so divinely <laughs> divinely at a beautiful mushroom ceremony. And now we're going to create this with all of these modalities and really teaching people on just how to live a healthier, happier, more peaceful life. Because that's really what we're doing. It's a, sh- it's a short ride here. It's a short ride. And you realize how fast time is kind of sped up. I feel like we're like quantum leaping with days going faster, years and months. Mm-hmm everything that's, that we're having a great awakening, so time is speeding up for us. And it's almost like, slow down. <laughs> but we're, you know, eventually, we, we do. We, we die, our, our bodies go somewhere else, our spirit stays here, our soul stays here, but don't you wanna just be every day instead of worrying all the time and being sick and feeling all of those stuck emotions? So I feel like we're trying to get people to that place. And I feel like we really can with everything that we're doing. I, I really do. Uh, knowledge is power, right? So however we can get this out, and then it's one candle lights the next candle. You know? It's, you, I'm a teacher, and then you know I'm having students now. I'm certifying my best friends, my people that are younger than me, people that are older than me. And it's, I feel like I'm passing the baton okay i learned what i learned and now i'm passing the baton to you to go out into your community Mm. and teach them
0: yeah i had a i did a live the other day and this guy who also bought a scalar from us and he lives where elon is you know you know building his stuff yeah and he's talking about how they're putting 5g towers next to the water i'm like whoa And, and then And then I was like, before, before we feed more into just the chaos, you know, go to your water tower, brother, take a picture, take, make the collage, go around the whole community, take pictures and collage them. And then do the instructions on the video that I left and boom, you're scalifying your whole community. That's what, that's what it's about, right? Passing that torch and that torch is going to just, just incubating more and more and more and more. Fireball. (laughs) you can't stop what's coming down the hill you you can't The, the snowball effect is it's real
1: it is it's again it's 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 the same thing with people that watch the news and living in fear and it's everyone in the room is worried and then that energy is so contagious and everybody's everyone's worried and oh my god what's gonna happen it takes one person to be like hey guys it's actually gonna be okay it's gonna be okay why don't we why don't we transmute this energy a little bit and you, you'll notice that, again, with, with psychedelics and, and, and tripping and in groups and, oh, my God, everyone's panicking and having a bad trip and they're freaking out and, oh, my God, what do we do? It's not and a it's bad just, trip.
0: It's just that. It's
1: exactly what they needed. But, okay, guys, let's just go outside and pet some grass and trees. It's all going to be okay. And it's, it's amazing how quick it, it takes one person. I think people are also afraid to lead. People are afraid to lead and kind of get everyone to, I don't want to say follow them, but follow them because they don't, we're so afraid of our own power mm. is what I'm saying. We're so afraid of our own power. I think uh, that's what it is.
0: To add on to that, so what got me into this world, at least planted seeds for me, was the con, the, the world of conspiracies. <laughs> the world of conspiracies um, planted seeds in that way. And while while everyone was... While everyone was going to uh, the cafeteria, I'd be in the library, googling this conspiracy after this conspiracy, and just diving deeper and deeper. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And that led to uh, my first every time like uh, December thirty first, twenty twelve, when everyone thought the world was gonna end. That was the first time I laid down and meditate. Well, if the world's gonna end. I might as well do it peacefully (laughs) like no seriously why not I mean if the world's gonna end I I want to die in this bliss just and yeah that was the first time I got pushed into what they call the Akashic I didn't know at the time they called the Akashic records and I was led by this wolf and this book came out and it was like blasting light at me and that light I felt like held information because I'm still taking downloads all the way from from 2012 and every time I hear that they this they're doing this they that we can do the exact same thing they can but the complete opposite just like with the aspect of scalar and diving touching with the news with the news you ever notice like if the news is on and it's muted you still feel like something's coming from the news so of course they're pumping scalar frequencies there's this like things harmonic. going by on the bottom
1: it's like, <laughs> I'm panicking I'm panicking <laughs> change the channel
0: and I looked into the patent of HD television I'm like hmm and it has scalar in there too so of course they're blasting disharmonious that's why over the years HD television got cheaper and cheaper and cheaper that way everyone has it in their house so that's why it's also good to um, of course have protective measures and things of that nature. Look into the book, Biogeometry, by Dr. Iban. Hope I'm saying his name right. If you want to pass the book, Jen, that'd be cool. Um, It's a really good book. This is a man who didn't even believe in spirituality and things of that nature. Isn't that always
1: how it starts, though?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't believe it whatsoever.
1: Our younger selves would laugh at our higher selves right now. We would laugh at our higher selves.
0: Yeah, really good book. Biogeometry signatures by oh, Dr. Ibrahim Kareem. Okay. Really, really good book. Okay, nice. And that's also what also got me into scalar, even even at a deeper level, because when you put certain geometry, even on the television, you can actually um, you can actually get an EMF reader and read the EMF actually going down just by using signatures. Wow. So I took the blueprint from that and added some other stuff to what we call our scalar blueprint and that's what we use with holographic technology as well and it's a great combo and go oh, diving back into the news aspect and every we can do everything they can right so i did this with a type 1 diabetic i typed in type 1 diabetes and i took a video of the actual scalar. And this was a guy that worked on Wall Street. So he, he felt like, I don't have time to play this video and, and feel the healing, whatever you're talking about. So I'm like, what, how else can we do this? So I'm like, I'm like, well, get your water and just play it right in front of your water. So when he came home, he would drink the water that's been looping the scalar frequencies. And his insulin and his diabetes got, got better to the point where it's like, how else can I u- utilize this? And I'm like, hmm well if you don't really have to even see it and you can like it'll come through the screen no matter what when you're at your office just play it in the back tab and see how you feel and he said that was the most calmest most relaxing he's ever felt in a new york building by the way and and that opened his whole world up and it also showed me as well that hey we can utilize video this way put it into music put it into when I went to the NFT places, they didn't—they didn't really comprehend what I was trying to do. I was saying like, you can have a Godzilla video playing, and then run the scalar video that's targeting Paget's yeah. disease in the background, and that person's feeling. Like it. like subliminal. Exactly. Subliminal, yeah. yeah.
1: It's I, I truly strongly believe that the power of that. Yeah. If we can turn, it's like you know I hate that. oh seeing is believing. Oh, I'll believe it when I see it. I, I honestly. I really dislike that phrase because we have to believe it and then we'll see it. Yep. And that's... <laughs> and that, but that's what... How do you tell that to our world? Mm. They don't... They need to physically see something to believe it. That's and thing. that's the saddest thing it is. that it's they the, don't... We don't believe.
0: It's one of the main reasons why I do post testimonials because I will have a troll coming on just watching one video and then making all those assumptions. So I'm like, you know what? This is one of the main reasons why... I post the video yeah. testimonials that I do.
1: And like you said, you know, bringing people on the show, sharing their stories, being honest testimonials. These are real people with real mm-hmm. stories. And that's why it, it is good to be an open book and really share. This changed my life. This changed my life. This changed me. I have a, a girlfriend going into ayahuasca for her first time this week, and I said, you're going to be different forever. It's going to change your life. How you think, how you show up, like everything, it's it's really going to change your life. So there, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing more than that. It's just the proof is the proof is there if you if you believe.
0: Proof is in the pudding. The pudding. Or whatever. <laughs> <The medicine. laughs>
1: or in the scalar or in the breathing or in the Reiki. <laughs>
0: Man. So I feel like this would be a nice wrap up. Yeah. I feel like, you know, since it is the first episode, I feel like we should do a little mini breath work Ooh, yeah. session. So um, let's, let's do some flex breathing. So simple flex breathing where you're closing your hands on your exhales, pure nasal breathing, closing your hands on the exhales, on the inhales, hands open, hands close, hands open, on the inhale, hands close on the exhale. And then when i say relax place your hand on your heart hand on your stomach and then as you breathe more silently reimagine what it was like closing your hands on the exhale opening on the inhale as you're physically doing but reimagining what it was like so that's a little bit of echo breathing in itself some mental breath work and this is something you can do in your everyday life so let's start let's start with the inhale in three two, one, let's go. Relax, place a left hand on your heart, right hand on your stomach, and breathe where you can't hear the breath at all. Deeper and deeper exhales, really slow it down. Let the inhale come in naturally. And as you're inhaling, reimagine what it was like with your hands opening. As you're exhaling, reimagining what it was like with your hands closing. As you go deeper and deeper with your breath, ask yourself, what are you breathing life into? What are you accepting more of with every breath you give and take? Mm. Thank you for sharing the breath. you can continuously do that you know instead of um physically doing it like even while you're driving reimagining what it was like flexing back and forth and it's like you're exercising and expanding a part of your subconscious and it's like you're breathing as two people at the same time too
1: incredibly powerful for me it shot right up into my third eye i felt swirling almost like the kundalini swirling about
0: that was only intense. like three minutes. I minutes. know. Can you imagine if I
1: actually did this longer?
0: <laughs> well, that's a, the that's a point. This is a, a style of breathing that you're not going to pass out, um, have a seizure. And you can do it on and on and on and on. Mental breath work, the, the course is out, by the way. I, I like to call it journey. The mental breathwork journey. <laughs> it's a 10-week experience where we're going every week utilizing something like this and bringing it into the real world. I like to say, I like to say, be the walking glitch, (laughs) you know, be the walking glitch, you know, beyond the sit down session. And it's, and it's like, you're, you're honoring what life has given you and using that and shifting that, you know, and I learned a lot of that doing that when I was homeless and seeing how I was breaking layer by layer and a lot of um, disharmony in my life, and seeing that shift into just pure manifestation.
1: It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing your gifts. Thank you you so much. I can't wait for more, more healing, more love, more guidance, more knowledge. Uh Uh Aho.
0: Subscribe, share. (laughs) If you found value in this, share it. Peace and harmony. Breathe in alignment, right?
1: Oh, breathe in alignment.
0: A <laughs> <Breathe in alignment. laughs> oh, breathful alignment. <laughs> Peace, guys. <laughs>